Hello, everyone. Thank you once again for tuning in to Let's Talk About Feelings on Reinventing the Tattoo Network. I am Robbie Rapole, awaiting Dusty's arrival. And uh, Amber is here again, as usual. Hello, hello. Um, <clears throat> thank you for Guy Ageson and Gabe Ripley for giving us this platform to be able to do something that tattooers don't do enough, which is talk about feelings. So, uh, yeah, here we are today. Um, I have to well, stop my cat from eating something. <coughs> I am back. And hello, Amber. How are you today? I am fantastic. How are you? I am wonderful. Uh, today was a very much fuck it day. Didn't really do anything. Went to the Ren Fair yesterday. Um, nice. Got a little toasty. Uh, had some fun. Danced around like an idiot a little bit. And uh, here we are today. But yeah, today was like total like nothing day. I am... Um, Fuck, I have had a hell of a week last week. I just worked a lot. And um, then Saturday night, uh, I did. I went to a show with my son, Jaden, and I tattooed backstage there. Um, so I just been going, going, going all week long. So it's nice to have a day to just, you know, relax, take a little nap with the baby. Uh, but he is being mucho cranky lately. Uh, he's Teething babies always have a hard time. Yes. So uh, that's where we are with that. And uh, honestly, I feel like today talking about recharging is a good thing. Uh, I agree. I, I was yeah when I was in Miami uh, for the Masters of Fate thing that I that I that I went to last weekend. That was one of the things. Um, <clears throat> they're very big on systems and processes in this group. And, uh, you know, they're like, your, your morning routine is super important. Um, and uh, one of my questions was, okay, so if your morning routine is super important, what happens on the days where you do your morning routine and you're still fucked? <laughs> and uh, that happens to me. Hello, Dusty. Oh, hi. Uh, how are you? Fancy seeing you here, fella. What are the odds? I know, right? I'm well. How are you? Is that like a like a face light, Jimmy Jam? It's a little clip-on ring light, yeah. I don't know if it oh, does that, much, but that's so cool. Yeah, I gotta look. I gotta look well lit. Yeah, brah. Looking well lit. Hope I can get. Dude, so um, let's take a moment of silence right now for my technical illiteracy because it died today i was able to come on and do this so a moment of silence please and all right congratulations <laughs> thank you it's so weird because like there's it's a multiple step process i got to go through vimeo and do the things and like i had to key in the fucking codes a bunch of times now all of a sudden the codes are in there and i don't have to fucking key them in so like i literally start the Zoom meeting, hit the little cheeseburger button, and then go to Vimeo and like hit like two buttons there and I'm, I'm good to go. So I don't know how it works. 
but now it's working. So, um, there's, cheers. There's a part of me that wants to know what the cheeseburger button means, and there's a part of me um, that likes the mystery. So the cheeseburger button is the more button with three dots. I don't know why they call it the cheeseburger button. Okay. Um, but in the Zoom, there's a little button on the bottom to the right that says more with three dots above it. Um, and the I wish it got me cheeseburger. Yeah, What's I that? I don't see the cheeseburger element. Don't see a cheeseburger either, cool yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Um, but yeah, so got that figured out. Good to go. Uh, big up to Kyle from reinventing for helping me achieve this. Um, this is really funny. So <clears throat> as I've mentioned before, I share studio space with my son, Jaden, and he just put this picture. I think that's Jack Harlow uh, licking his fingers, eating chicken wings. Um, so I just noticed that as I'm sitting here and that, that's very, <laughs> that's very good. I like it. I like it. Uh, I looked up and like the paper that it's on is like a canvas. So it's like a canvas print. I'm like, wow, that's, that's pretty, it's pretty dope. And then it's Jack Harlow sucking his finger. Like, yeah. So, um, <laughs> really cool moment. Um, on Saturday, I tattooed at Jaden's uh, music show. And like, like, I'm the dad that's hip with the kids, right? But like, I'm not actually hip with the kids. Uh, I just know how to, you know, chameleonize into the group. So I tattooed this dude named Father, who's a rapper. Uh, and it's funny because as I was tattooing him, he was he was being interviewed. And <laughs> what, what's the gig? I, uh, you said father. And all I could think of was that you were just like, oh, I'm the cool dad. And then you're like, so I was tattooing father, um, which is the least cool dad thing. Uh, did Robbie vanish? Did I vanish? Yeah, nobody cool calls their dad father. Yeah, I think Robbie was banished to uh, oh, no. internet yeah, prison. Him. He's, he, he went bye bye. Little did he know that moment of silence was actually for Robbie's internet connection. Yes. Oh, wait, we got another one. You're there, but you're Ooh. muted. I am unmuted. Okay. Yeah. Hey. There you go. Wants to be wild lately. Um, Amber, you said, are we still on the YouTube live right now? You're usually good at knowing um, these. Yes. We are? Yeah, so far. You're frozen, but now you're back. Okay, cool. Then, Beautiful. There you go. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, so I was tattooing this dude, Father, and while he was getting interviewed, um, you know, he said, I wanted to make a name that really struck a chord with people and, like, made people feel something. And I'm... And, I, you know, I was supposed to just be the cool guy tatter, you know, not really interjecting much, but I can't ever do that. So, um, you know, I'm over there and I'm like, God, I, I got to interject right quick, bro. You fucking hit that one. Good. Cause like, bro, I have no idea who this guy is. Right. Like he's, he's, he's a cult classic rapper. Like with the kids, they all fucking think he's great. And I'm like, wow, this is really great. Cause when you, when I heard your name was father, that made a lot of sense. Like I felt something. 
It's like you achieved your goal. So it was really cool to be able to hand somebody back, uh, you know, they they achieved their goal. But um, you know, Jaden's been posting it on like Snapchat and shit, and like uh I shared it on my Instagram story, and dudes are like, Oh my god, is that father I fucking love? And I'm like, wow like was i in the building with the president or something and didn't even fucking know it so it was kind of cool that like you know i'm doing this like cool guy stuff with Jaden and like helping him gain connections um and i don't even realize the value of what it, what's there right like i'm just like who's this fucking father guy and all these people love him so it was really cool and it's a great it's a super great connection because like that was family time for us. What <laughs> what's the giggle for, Justin? <laughs> uh, you, you just who is his father guy? And I wonder I never knew my father. Uh <laughs> <laughs> bro. And that's one of the things he said. He's like, he's like, I didn't, you know, I met my dad like three times. And I was like, oh bro. I love it. This guy, this guy, like you said, picked a name to strike a chord. He knew he was like, Yeah, this is gonna be the name that will strike all of the chords and the jokes. Whether you have a father or not, that's going to score. Yeah. I think Robbie went to the clouds again. Yeah, I think so. It's an interesting position to be frozen in. Yeah. So anyways, I was at this party tattooing a guy named Father. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I can't even finish the story. Um, no. He'll be back. Yes. And I think he said his topic of the day is going to be recharging. Yeah. Well, in that case, while we wait for Robbie, let's talk about recharging. I uh I had yesterday and today off because of the snow, and so I, in a manic fit, got so much stuff done. And there's so much stuff I still have to do, but I got so much stuff done, and uh, I feel recharged. I also feel ready to get back at it. I get, I don't want to say too recharged, but uh, too much time to stir. I don't do well with it. Uh, but I am feeling yeah. nice and recharged, and I got a lot done, which did kind of make me realize that uh, maybe maybe I needed a little recharge myself there. Yeah, I have Sundays and you... Mondays off, but Sundays okay. is for recharging, and Mondays is all art classes. But the, do you feel like that helps you recharge, though? Yeah, I kind of do. It kind of inspires me for the week. Well, that's all that really matters then. Uh, I feel like everybody has their own versions of recharging. Mm -hmm. And for some people, it is more active and just going out in nature or doing, you know, puzzles or reading a book or something. For other people, it literally just means uh, sleep, just all of the sleep. I feel like it's a little bit different for everybody. Yeah, I agree. Robbie. Everybody's got, you know, different interests and different focuses. And then the opposite of that is their hobbies and the things they do to recharge and re-inspire them. Oh, yeah. 
just got a text from Robbie that said, bro, my internet is trash lately. So he may be uh, gone into the ether for the day. Oh, no. Uh, wait and see what happens. Maybe he'll be back. Poor Robbie. He'll be, he'll be all right. Um, he talked all that trash. Yeah. Getting over all of the tech demons, and here we are. Um, so what is it about it's art class that makes you feel like uh how is that how is that an unwinding and a recharging thing for you? It it gets me into a mode where I'm drawing and doing things more for me, <clears throat> not just for tattooing and with with tattoo mind, which I think actually winds up making my tattoos better in the long run. I think that's a, uh, yeah, I totally get that, which is, I'm trying to think of how to put it. Um, I don't know that it's necessarily, I want to use the word studying, but that sounds kind of corny. Mm-hmm. But it really is. The more that you um, just growing maybe is a better term. I definitely think it's one of those things yeah. where, uh, yeah, just taking that time, like growth is recharging. So if, you know, learning more about art or learning new techniques or researching new machines or anything like that, uh, you know, that all, that all definitely counts and it will recharge you. Do you ever feel like maybe it's a little bit too much? Like your head is, uh going to explode a little bit um no but i think now that i'm more myself again i'm kind of back to that thriving on the chaos kind of mode okay where i cut the more information i can get the better because i'm kind of a tattoo nerd too i'm all about you know differences in inks and pigments and you know, the differences in different products and why one is used over the other. and I get that. All um, the ingredients. I am, I am the same way with um, like uh, machines and all of that stuff. We've been, that's been a huge thing at our shop lately as one of the other guys. And I have just been researching more about building machines and you know new kinds and parts and pieces and swapping out parts and uh it it can get a little overwhelming sometimes uh just you know taking it all in especially like the the mail is the my downfall right now that we'll get this cool idea and like oh have you ever tried this brand have you tried this machine have you tried to do this with this uh you need this kind of cable but you can do that and then it's like okay well I'll tell you in four to five business days uh, when the UPS man swings it by. Yeah. Um, so that can definitely be a little bit of a uh, little bit of an annoyance, but it is that I guess that's what I was getting at is that it can almost be a, a little too overwhelming to me occasionally that, you know, you're learning so much and you're taking in so much info and you're wondering about this and experimenting with that, that almost kind of brain freeze sometimes. Yeah, um, I have a feeling if I got more into machines, I would feel that way. Um, but I mean, even with art, 
just in general, the idea that, um, you know, learning about painting, learning about different techniques, different styles of painting, learning about different brush strokes, carrying that into tattooing, you know, the pendulum method, the little circles, like it, there is just so much that, uh, yeah, I, I could, I have to limit myself because I can do the opposite of recharging by learning so much and then falling into youtube video rabbit holes and then messaging oh, other artists yeah i'm really good, then, really good at that you know it's 4 a.m on my day off and uh i have to be up for work in five or six hours and, and i've not slept and i've just poured over the internet on this stuff and yeah it's it can definitely be the opposite of a recharge so it's it's definitely interesting to hear you say the idea that for you, that sort of Monday with all the classes and everything is kind of how you relax and recharge. It can, it can spiral out of control pretty quickly. Well, that's also one of the reasons I like doing this show is because it's not an art class. It's a feelings group. And it's the complete opposite of what I've been doing all day, which is art class, water, you know, drawing for tattooers, watercolor class another watercolor class and then another drawing class so this is when i get to recharge from that hey welcome back robbie ah oh, hi <laughs> my internet is choosing to be a pain in the arse uh because my technical difficulties died so you know there had to be there somewhere you know come back to life I, I cracked a joke about it. Your uh, your moment of silence was actually for your Wi-Fi connection. Yes. <laughs> for real, for real. Yo, did you ever finish that Wednesday painting? Uh, I have not yet. I uh, the the mood has not struck me. Yeah. As I open another canvas to do something else, because I just wasn't. When when I'm feeling it, it'll come back around. I'm not yeah. there yet. No, I get that. It's like when I clean the house, right? I'll go to one room until I'm tired of that one and then go to another room until I'm tired of that one and just like yeah. clean a bunch of different areas. And then before you know it, I have a whole clean house. Yeah. I do that with art too. Like, ah, I don't feel like working on this right now. I'll wait until later. Yeah, I actually have- is not struck on that one for sure. For real. I have um a child's book that I'm illustrating that I haven't even started. Yet. So- uh, I need to start doing that. <laughs> My projects, they they pile. And then, I've you know, been working on a set of tarot cards for the past few years. Okay. And yeah, that's probably going to take me a couple more years before it's finished. Hell yeah. Yeah, I have a friend who, um, she does tarot cards, but instead of doing them, the art herself, she has other artists make them all. So it oh, nice. every card. Um, and she's on her fourth deck now. Uh, you did a card for one of those, right? I did do a card for one of those. Yeah, the lover's okay. card. I was yeah. gonna say, I feel like I remember hearing about that. Yeah, that was um, that was last year when I went to Christian Buckingham's shop, or the year before. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, we all had a cool thing, and I met her there, and uh, she was like, "Hey, do this for me," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'll do that. That's cool." So now I have like a whole lot of tarot cards for sale um, in my shop. So that's pretty cool. 
I, I think that's where I remember hearing about it when I was in your shop in August. Uh, you were okay. telling me about it. Yeah, because we have them in the um, we have them in the case behind the counter. That's yeah. something I'm guilty of doing: is collecting tarot card decks and still using the same deck every time. Right. <laughs> that's my deck. It's it's the right. It's the one that's that you my that's my deck. Yeah, yeah, I totally dig it. I still haven't even like like seasoned for lack of a better word uh, a tarot deck you know yeah that's kind of how, how it is you're seasoning it to you right. right you gotta like sage it and like you know charge it with crystals and shit and like i haven't done with it in your pillowcase for a couple weeks really yes really no shit interesting pay attention to the dreams you're having when you do that too huh very interesting I never heard of that. Yeah, but one of my friends, I was like, dude, I'm fucking, I'm pulling cards and shit's just not making sense. She's like, well, have you like connected to your deck? And I was like, no. She's like, yeah, you got to do that. I was like, oh, okay. Um, but on the, on the ethereal, I bought this crystal yesterday. Can't remember what the name of it was, but like I picked it up. I was drawn to it immediately. I picked it up. I looked at the paper that it explained and I was like, yep, I want that. I need that. I'm getting that. So that was pretty cool when uh, you connect yeah. crystal and stuff. The Ren Fair is annoying because you go and you have to spend money. Like you can't just not buy things. Yeah. Like, there's things that are just so <clears throat> unnaturally different than everything else. <clears throat> and so I had to buy a sword too. Things just make their way home with you. Right. They do. Like there is. So I seen this one sword and it reminded me of the fucking sword from the Princess Bride that the one dude had with all the fucking, you know, the swirls around the handle. And I was like, wow, that dude's got a dope sword. And then like five minutes later, I see it at a place. I'm like, I got to buy that sword. So <laughs> I always leave with a weapon or two or three from the Ren Fair. It's fun. You know, I say it like I've gone a bunch. I've gone twice. Uh, <laughs> Donna took me two years ago, three years ago. And I was like, this place is actually pretty cool. I, I like this jam. It's like, a perfect level of like nerdy and cool you know like it was real weird yes. for me to get into the huzzah thing you know huzzah brother tip oh now i'm like fuck yeah let's huzzah this bitch up bro let's get fucking goofy and like that right. was one was up uh, i was gonna say my definitive memory of the renaissance fair was uh the art club going every year in junior high and high school and uh i feel like it, it, it was very much like a uh this is such an on-the-nose thing that I remember trying to get, um, like at the the where they have like the turkey uh, legs and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, trying trying to get just a bottle of water. I was yeah, hey, I can I just get a bottle of water? And uh, they only had soda. They didn't sell water. What? And so they're like, oh, yawn, or, you know, like total Renaissance fair speak. To basically give me this big thing about how uh, plastic bottles weren't. I'll be right back. Like, good luck. Plastic bottles uh, weren't. Plastic, plastic bottles weren't a thing in the Renaissance period, and I was like, so Mountain Dew, I guess. And it was just the most like, on like, so huffy about the weirdest things at the Renaissance Festival. I mean, they did have bottles of water yesterday, so maybe maybe the the Ren Fair has changed yeah. over the years. Ye old. I've, I've heard, 
the Ohio one has gotten pretty rad. So somebody seems to like it. Hell yeah. Uh, there's things about it I like. Uh, I I have troubles with, and uh, this is funny because I work in the tattoo industry. But I have troubles with anybody that makes one thing their entire personality, which happens a lot in the tattoo industry. Uh, mm-hmm. It happens a lot. Playing music, people, music. I love music. That's not a personality. It's a cool trait, I guess. But uh, there was a lot, a lot of folks at the Ren Fair that like. The Ren Fair is their life. Yeah. And uh, they, they get really gatekeepery. Yeah. high school art club kids trying to just go yuck tomatoes at the guy and the you know the stock um, so i i feel like it left a bad taste in my mouth but i also uh could probably go back and enjoy myself now you definitely would it's like yeah the one up here is huge where are you at um i'm in new jersey so i go to the pennsylvania renaissance Fair, i knew that which I is a really, really big one I had the feeling that's the one you were talking about because um, Donna always talks very highly about how huge it is. Like, we went to this one yesterday. We had two hours or so there before it closed, and we did, like, two or three laps around the whole thing. Like, and we dicked around a lot. So, like, it was really easy to just kind of, you know, run through it. Excuse me. But the one thing I think is cool about the Ren Fairs is, like, they're there for a while. Yeah, like, it's like a two, three months uh-huh. Yeah, and it's it's crazy. Like the life of the traveling tattooer, I can imagine the difference between that and the similarities as well between the traveling tattooer and the traveling Ren Fair uh, person. I don't even know what to call them. Um, the Ren- They're kind of like carnies. I, I was going to say, I think they classify as carnies. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. It's pretty much same. Half a dozen of one, twelve of the other, or six of the other, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, it was weird though, because like, there's some people there that were like full on Ren Fair, and then like the one guy is like, "Yeah, I live in Orlando. I come out here to bartend. It's pretty cool." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> uh, mm. The one dude, he kept his Ren Fair accent on the whole time, and then like got real serious about some shit, and like changed his fucking his voice, and it was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa." It's not what I'm here for. Uh, so yeah, that was fun. Yeah, see, those are the guys. You got the 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 Renfest gatekeepers. Hell yeah, dude! You're you're like you're in pain from this. Like <laughs> <laughs> these motherfuckers got you back yeah. in the day, bro. You're like, no, this is not okay. You don't treat me like this, right? Like I am a human. I love people, and you people make me hate you. <laughs> Here's the thing about me that I feel like uh, has probably come up enough that if you didn't know, you could tell. I'm a very curious person, mm-hmm. uh, and I like to know about things. I uh, will have people, like even in tattooing, that'll be like, how are you doing a lot of these booths and shows with these people that are like really well-known? And I'm like, I don't know, I just walked up and started talking to them. I will talk to anybody, but I'm going to ask questions. I never want to pretend... Even if I do know a little bit about something, I would just prefer to act like I don't know anything and just learn and observe and all that. And uh, that's where like the gatekeepery people really bother me because I feel like high school me with his fucking jinkos and his green hair, like 
really could have learned some cool stuff about like buying a sword or you know jousting and uh those are those people that you're like okay cool like tell me about the renaissance then and they're like ah forsooth young good sir uh fuck you and the click you claim if you don't know about the renaissance festival and they just go (laughs) fucking ham on you and like yeah it, it really bummed me out damn dude that is a totally different experience that i've had with ren fair so but granted i walk around with a fucking short chick with huge boobs that's wearing chain mail so like you know maybe they yeah. think oh he's kind of in the rennie thing you know yeah is, is uh is donna there today uh she's out in the out in the living room with the babel um I, I need to message her. I watched an episode of uh, American Dad last night. It was one of the newer ones. And the Wait, whole premise. Dads? Oh, yeah, dude. They're still making it. And it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and the whole premise of this episode last night was that Stephen Snot went on their school field trip to Philadelphia. And uh, every every story that she tells beautifully embraced in this episode. And so just imagining her... her in all of her glory in her full philadelphia mode at the renaissance festival is like such a weird like collision of worlds in my head bro she goes straight full on rennie and like she has her drinking horn and like dude it took her like two hours to get ready like she's fucking adorable with it and so like she's we we get i i made myself a drink before we went and i offered her a sip she's like no i want to drink wine out of my horn I was like, okay, dog. Like, she gets really like full on Rennie into it. Yeah, I'm I'm imagining the fusion of those two things and just her like, you ain't got no horn wine. <laughs> no, nah, dude, she's actually just no cute way. and fun because she's happy to be there. Which you know, uh, I'm sure if anybody fucked with me, Jaden or the baby, she would go kill her. You know, but she uh. She stays happy in her little fairy zone. She floats and flies and it's fun. But yeah, I would love to see her like renaissance style. You want to get fucked up? Huh? <laughs> uh, I'm trying I'm trying to think of what like the renaissance equivalent Philadelphia Eagles are like. You don't, you don't fuck with the soaring hawks? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think probably kind of like a shield maiden tough guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, and, and, and other people will come up and be like, yeah, ye fair shield maiden. And she's like, yeah, that's right. Like, <laughs> um, so, yeah. How much flyering slash promotion for your son did she do at the Renaissance Fair? Uh, she did so much the night before that she took some time off. Bro, nice. we're at the show. Dude, it was funny. We were at the show and me and Jaden went to go watch Father perform. Um, and she stayed in the green room. So, like, it was like, you know, six, seven, eight songs had gone down. And I'm like, where the fuck is she? And like, Jaden started asking questions. So I was like, man, let me go check on old girl and see what's going down. Cause, like, man, what if she's just like bored as shit? Bro, I walk in that fucking green room. She's got two boxes of tacos in front of her and fucking just talking to every motherfucker in there, just like dropping knowledge on them, fucking dropping mom stuff on them, fucking uh, talking about animes and shit. I was like, all right. Then I walk around everywhere I went, there was fucking stickers everywhere. Every countertop was littered in JTL Jado stickers. Every countertop. She has like 
she's an enigma of a woman and i love it because she has ren fair energy philly fan energy and like dance mom energy and it's bro fun to watch dude we are we are so soccer mom at the fucking shows because like i'm always got like four or five or six joints with me just in case anybody needs to get high right and fucking you know i'm over there talking to all the kids about like their life and like how to fucking further their business and stuff because like all these artists are kids to me right like a lot of them are kids and so you know like yeah. i'm talking to the show promoter and i'm like trying to drop science on him and like donna's over there fucking doing the same in her own little way dude as soon as Jaden's performance starts i start screaming and yelling i start hyping it up i start fucking singing all the words and shit donna's running around in the fucking crowd handing out stickers to every single person in the crowd and bro like I watched it a couple of times, like, no, nah, I already got three of them. It's cool. Thanks. Like, she just constantly goes around. And when Dusty knows how bad it is, because when we're at the convention, it was, oh, you want a tattoo? Yeah, we got a thousand dollar minimum, this and this and that. Oh, yeah. Also, do you like rap music? Because my son, JTL Jado, and like in her spiel with every single person, it was JTL Jado, JTL Jado. You were Ubering or lifting somewhere. And she's like, talking to the guy driving and she's like oh what kind of music do you like she's like uh, like country she's like oh you know what else is cool Rap. uh give me your phone i'm gonna put this song on like minimal fucks given and i love it that's it's awesome so, you know it's funny jaden's in the room right now um preparing for a lady caller to come over but i won't embarrass him anymore. um <laughs> but he's over here giggling because like he sees it in real life all the time with her and he doesn't see it when he's not there. So like to hear stories that, you know, she's just out doing this in like different areas and different states. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. I completely believe it hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, man, it's, it's cool. Cause you know, like Jaden's friends will be like, dude, it's so, it's so rad that your dad supports you. And like, for me, this is the only method, you know, like I didn't fucking save for college for him. I don't believe in college. And like, I do believe in an artist making a career out of their art. And I know how to do that. And I know how to help him do that because I'm an artist that made a career out of my art. So like, it's like second nature to have to do this stuff. Um, But it's really weird to see how many parents aren't supportive and how like, we're the only mom and dad that come to the shows and like turn up and get lit with the kids. And like, bro, every time I walk in that one of those shows, they're all like, oh, what's up legend? And I'm like, what? Hi, friend. Who are you? Um, like, because I'm just always floating around the room. And like, one time I took off my fucking leg and I was moshing in the mosh pit with my leg in my hand and shit. Like, nice. You know, I, nice I would love to watch you guys test the limits of like how supportive parent you could be. Like, I just imagine you guys showing up in the Ren Fair stuff and <laughs> ah, for two. <laughs> Any friends of son are friends of mine, good sir. And it's like test the threshold of where his friends are like, uh, I gotta go. This is weird. I can't trust it. Jaden goes, I would go crazy. crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like it's weird because I I I kind of felt like that when we went to the show on Saturday night, you know, like I woke up at 8 a.m. to finish my client in time so I could fucking get to the show and I bring all my tattoo stuff, and then I started feeling like a herb. I'm like, oh man, I'm the nerdy dad that's like, hey, let me tattoo you headlining artists. And like, there's a weird level of 
disconnect I have to have from those feelings. Because like I, I dude, I always do feel like a soccer mom when I'm there. No matter how many of these cats think I'm fucking great, no matter how many of them give me hugs and love and shit, I'm like, is this still nerdy though? Like, am I being a fucking loser? Like, <laughs> but the I, I love that you can have a, a pink and blue and green hair dude, dad that was on TV and shit and still be like, not cool parent feeling. <laughs> uh, Thank you for telling I, I, how goofy it sounds, right? But bro, you treat me like I'm not cool sometimes because you don't even realize. You don't even realize what a player I be is in this fucking real life shit. Everybody in my life, everybody in my life has loved this motherfucker. Every friend I've ever had has loved this man. It's impossible to not like be like, damn, your dad's cool as fuck, man. Yeah, they all are really welcoming and shit. And like I said, dude, it was funny because the the last time we went to that place, like I said, I had no leg and I was moshing with one leg. And like, I fell because one, one of the other rappers pushed me when I had no leg on. You were drinking. And I was drinking, yeah. No, but Antero reminds me. He's like, <laughs> I pushed you hard. He's like, I feel bad. This one kid that was doing the, that was bartending, he came over to me when I fell that day. He's like, bro, I got you. Double vodka soda right now. So like, he goes and brings me another fucking drink. I see him again the other night. And he's like, yeah, man, double vodka sodas. You my dog. Bro, like all these kids are so funny. Like, I'm just this weird, uh, just this weird entity that like interacts with them, and none of them know how to deal with it. But like, I also, my dad was the grumpy guy. You know, like he was cool. Don't get me wrong, he was super cool, but he was grumpy, and he didn't want to do things like this, and he didn't want to be around the kids, and he was cranky. So like, I think that's a big part of it for me. Um, in having to be a good dad there. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, my dad was a great dad, but he wasn't nurturing in that fashion. And so, like, I feel like that's important to do. And so I think that's where some of the nerdiness comes from, because, like, I'm really doing this out of love. And I feel kind of goofy sometimes, because, like, I love my kids so much that I'm out there, like, <laughs> turning up with his friends. You, know? you, love, you love your child, <laughs> nerd. Right? <laughs> but, like, see... And that's where the feelings of real life comes in, man. Cause like, you know, me and Jaden were talking last night and yesterday morning and like some of the stuff that I was bringing up, you know, I was like, man, I, I think that's just a me thing where I'm insecure. Um, but like insecurities, dude, my insecurities have been coming out a lot, like popping up to show me something. And um, I mean, they always do, but like, I'm feeling it more now. I definitely feel like you've been at least expressing it more, but yeah, more lately than ever. Big time, yeah, especially with you and stuff. Because like, I don't know, you've been distant um, and kind of keeping to yourself a lot, like we talked about. And like, to me, I'm like, oh, what am I doing wrong if Jaden's keeping to himself? You know, like, and like, I get scared. Like, we only have these another couple months or years left that we're going to be living together because it's not natural to live with your children forever. <laughs> no, you know, <laughs> so like. You know, there's a big part of me that like gets scared and is like, oh no. But then, you know, you have Amber who ends up with the whole fam in the house. So, you know, like sometimes things, uh, you know, and, and and it's weird because the dynamics change. Like when Jaden was 17, I moved out of the house and started traveling full time. And he moved in with friends and finished, you know, the last six months of high school. Uh, and I think I have a lot of a lot of stuff around that still. But yeah, all of my insecurities have just been popping up lately, and I'm I'm just trying to figure out how to work with them. 
you know, how to, how to be my the best version of myself with it and like learn from the insecurities as they pop up uh, because it's fucking wild. There's a lot of them <laughs> and it takes yeah, a lot of energy yeah. to, to stay. it's weird. It's wild. Oh, life. What a lifey ride we are on. But yeah, at the beginning of this, I said, you know, let's talk about the importance of uh, taking a break uh, and taking a rest and not doing things. Um, there's there's a weird line that that you have to make sure you don't cross with taking a break and getting lazy versus or being lazy for a moment versus taking a full on break and just being like not productive. Lazy as a habit. Right, right. Lazy as a habit. Yeah, exactly. Um so like I, as I was saying, I fucking did a lot over the weekend. Uh, I worked a lot last week and, you know, yesterday I love Ren Fair, but I could have not gone just so I could have laid around the house and done nothing. Um, but like today it was just really nice to not do anything. I thought about canceling the show today just cause like, Hey, maybe I don't do anything today. Um, but like, no, I wanted to, I wanted to still do a couple things. Keep, you know, unplug a little bit, keep the productivity there. Uh, it's always good to talk about mm. feelings, you know, um, and it's always good for me to do these shows. I really enjoy it. I enjoy the, the aspect of like digging through my shit. And I, I always have a breakthrough of some sort, you know, when we're sitting here talking, um, none like Dusty right now with the poop face he's making. <laughs> Catching. I'm getting there. Trying to create. <clears throat> Trying to. It's getting there. I don't know if you can really... Okay. So much or whatever. Drawing is that the... hey, I can't even draw hands. Drawing hands is hard. Dude, drawing uh, hands are stupid. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, I'm going to draw something with some hands in it today just to make me hate life a little bit. Yeah, just to challenge myself. Yeah. It's cool. I, I had a dude show me how to draw hands one time. Am I using a square and then making every finger like a cylinder? Um, yeah, it works in theory, but hands are still hard to draw. Very yeah. hard. And it's weird because some people just bang them out. Yeah. Do you, do you know who I dislike and they didn't do anything wrong? Uh, people that have tricks for stuff, which I have tricks for stuff. I get it. But it'll be a guy that's like, oh, no, you just draw a square and some cylinders. And you're like, OK. And then he does it and it works. And you're just like, you know what? Fuck you, dude. Uh, and your your shit that works for you that you're like all right let me try it and you do it and it looks like a fucking mangled turkey and you're like great this cool. is great <laughs> dude every time i try to fucking teach donna how to draw you know or really anyone that doesn't have art prowess right because i remember what it was like when somebody's like yeah you, you, you keep it loose man <laughs> keep it loose man you know, you like you come around and then you do this, and it's like, what? Ah. And look, man, it's art. And it's like, yeah, fuck you. Every time I fucking draw with Donna, it's like that. Cause I'm like, yeah, just keep it loose. And we're gonna like make a circle, right? And then we're gonna like put this here and this here. And before you know it, like I got this little fucking character and it looks great. And she's like, no, no. Like, yeah, cool, but no, no, it doesn't work for me. And you're a jerk. And I don't know how it works for you. Like, I've had so many people tell me, I watch you do it. You explain to me how to do it, and I cannot do it. So that's um, cool. can can I tell you something wild in my life that has given me 
so much energy lately uh, since we're kind of already talking about it and something that it's not a, a way of recharging, but it has been recharging to me. We were talking about when uh, you vanished into the internet for about 10 minutes there, the idea that uh, Amber said Monday, she likes to do the art classes because yeah, that is because- a way of recharging for her. And uh, I, I like that concept that, you know, learning is recharging in its own way. Uh, so Joshua Scott, who, you know, just started working at our shop. Uh, he left the shop he was at. He was unhappy. He moved. He's happy now. It's weird to see the transformation of how charged that guy looks too now because like, yeah. dude's just happy. And it's such a cool thing to see. Um, oh, I'm the same way right now. Him smiling and like texting me about football and stuff again. Uh, but beyond that, uh, the owner of our shop who does a lot of black and gray, uh, like Josh is like maybe second or third day there. They know each other. So they have a friendship already, but they're second or third day, like really sitting down together and, you know, going over like shop keys and all that was very like, Hey, can I watch you tattoo sometime? And Josh is like, yeah, I guess why. And he's like, because you're better than me and I want to learn from you uh and watching somebody go from a shop that they weren't necessarily real thrilled about a lot of things at to a shop where even the owner who's been tattooing over a decade is like hey can you show me some stuff and uh then aura was packing black she's blacking out her her own calf she took a day off to just pack black and josh and i both sat down and took the machine and kind of try this do this um you know, it's really been a thing where everybody at our shop has been chiming in with what works really well for them and their kind of specialties <laughs> and pushing really hard on like teaching each other and growing together, which is just such a crazy, you know, we, we talked earlier about gatekeepery people and people that are just like, oh, I just do this and then it works. And you're like, cool, that was no help at all. Uh, it's been really weird and recharging to be in an environment where artists really feel like they want to help and grow and learn from each other and uh it's been pretty rad that's cool man yeah it's nice to be in an environment where everybody wants to give and receive you know yeah uh, it is not give and take but give and receive you know definitely if we're talking about recharging it has been uh more than recharging to learn more and grow more and help other people learn and grow which is crazy too to have anybody look at you and think that you can show them something uh and then to show them something and realize that maybe you do have something to offer in some way that isn't just draw a square and then add some cylinders right right yeah when you can really when you can really sit down with somebody and like help them you know figure out the light bulb moment you know that's a big thing that's a really big thing. And it's not something that happens in a forced fashion. Like it's a very organic thing. And you guys have found that in your studio now, uh, which is kind of interesting. The name of it, Royal Prevail, you know, uh, you guys are prevailing in a very royal sense right now. Uh, so yeah. uh, I, I, I love that you said that because I've had that conversation a few times with people where uh, not that the shop I came from, there was a story behind the name, but not that it was like a particularly great story or anything, but they're like, okay, Royal Prevail. That's like a really cool name. What does it mean? And I'm like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> my, my, I'm like, 
it means that the owner had a cool name and uh, I have not really ever asked him. And that's my story there. It sounds like a tattoo shop name, though. It just nobody really questions it. Right. Uh, coming from a shop called Isle 9, which there was a story behind it. Uh, people at why aisle nine and i'm like oh okay and i would tell them the story and it made sense with this one i'm like i don't know it sounds like a cool tattoo shop name <laughs> why do yeah. you call your shop rad ink uh because our ink is fucking rad i it speaks for itself well actually it is a little deeper because it comes from the rad movement the rad movement yeah, yeah that was that I, was a way to incorporate rad in the name to keep it um positive I love that that's one of like my four go-to words in life anyways. So when we met, I was just like, okay, rad. And you're like, yeah, I like the thing. And I'm like, oh yeah, I just, I just love the word rad, rad dude. Uh, well, I am a product of the nineties and eighties. Yeah. Everybody call. I, well, I, I, yeah. was gonna say, I call everything dude. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. That dude over there, that dude, this dude, I call Donna dude. If you know? something yeah. breaks on me, my first reaction is, dude. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's, and that's part of the thing with the rad movement too. And, and rad ink. Um, it is a word that's, that's, you know, very well used and known. Um, so I, I, it was easy to tap into, but it really started with the I'm rad tattoo that I got on my thumb uh, to remind myself to tap into my inner rad and uh find my rad and that was a big thing for me and my best friend ozzy who is a doctor now uh, we used to sit on the back porch having sips of drinks late nights and uh we would get into deep talks about like getting over ourselves and uh we were both big bodies uh so we always talked about you know getting getting over the the mental torture we put ourselves through for being larger fellas um, and that's part of finding your rat is knowing who the fuck you are, regardless of all the bullshit. So yeah, mine is actually much than, than meets the eye. I just don't get into it very often because it's easier to just say it comes from the rad movement. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Now there we need to find out. We need to find out what royal prevail actually means. Um, like there's got to be a, it's a reason behind to, it. I will absolutely talk to Paul tomorrow. I'm yeah. sure there's something behind it. So it's Paul Calhoun? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I know him through the internet. Yeah, he's a he's a cool cat. He wants to uh he's got a wife. She's got not like end of the world health issues, but she's got a like fibromyalgia and some stuff that kind of knocks her down occasionally. And then they've got like I think 2900 children. Um they have so many <laughs> I think they have five five kids. Uh, so he's just got a lot going on, but I think this summer once school's out and everything's a little more easy with like not having to pick up, drop off all that, that he wants to start traveling around a little more. So I got to get you guys to meet at some point. Cause he's a super cool dude. He is, it's so weird because his background is like over a decade of tattooing military service. And he was like an MMA fighter, but he's the most just like, hi, is there anything I can get for you? What can I do? Like, if I stay after I'm done tattooing for an hour and just shoot the shit with everybody, when I go to leave, he's like, thank you so much for sticking around and hanging out tonight. Like the most just nice human being on this planet. And I'm like, I feel like so much of your life was based around like 
punching people and shit like that. So uh, sometimes you gotta he, punch. He's, he's a feelingsy <laughs> kind of guy in that kind of way, but super cool dude. So I'm I'm trying to get him to do some conventions and put his feet back out in the world this summer. But oh, I will yeah. ask him what royal prevail means. Yes, yes, yeah, and uh, have him come out and guess at, at our shop if uh, if he's ever keen. Because I mean, yeah. I'd, I'd totally love to have you guys come do a two man tag team guest spot. Yeah, okay. I know Aura, Aura wants to come back really bad. And now that uh, Josh has freed himself up, I think he would be pretty happy to come hang out at the beach too. Dude, you know the story, man. Come on down. <clears throat> Especially, dude, Allegiant, not to plug products that aren't paying me to do it or anything, <laughs> but Allegiant is legit like, oh, you want to go from Dayton to Orlando and back? All right, you got 30 bucks. And like... I, I think my legit round trip for this upcoming thing was like $92 after taxes and fees. It's obnoxious. Dude, I need to fucking do that to go and get another session on my back if it gets down like that. Yeah. And they fly into the Dayton airport. So, I mean, you're right there. Yeah, because where where's Beaver Creek? Um, in, in relation to Dayton from the airport, maybe 20 minutes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Beaver Beaver Creek, like like Dayton, Beaver Creek is definitely kind of a uh like a little suburb of Dayton, the same way Fairborn is where our shot everything's within 15-20 minutes of itself. So if you can fly into Dayton, I live like 10 minutes from the airport. You're golden from there. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I, I had my back worked on in Tampa. You were there for that. Yeah. That's the last session. And it's been like three months since my last tattoo session in general. So I'm like all right, kind of want to start getting tattooed old again. I got two sleeves and a back piece need to be murdered. So, you know, fun times. Yay. Come do it. Come say hi. Hang out. You know, you got places to stay and people to hang out with and all that fun stuff. For sure. For sure. Yeah, fucking uh, Caleb is is, uh, living out in his log cabin in the woods now. Like, Mm. With his man-made pond and fucking deer hunting with fucking deer cams and shit all the time, so it's gonna be an interesting, interesting time to go out and see that, and then see you and fucking few other folks if I can get around to it. You know how it is, yeah. and I, I hate traveling sometimes because like you want to fit everything in, and it's like ah, I can't do everything. See, that's the beauty of hanging out though with people that all work together and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that you can come spend a couple hours at our shop, get to see everybody. Josh is there, or is there, everybody's there. Grab some pizza or whatever, hang out, recharge. Yeah. And uh, then the next day, go get your back stabbed for like six to eight hours and not recharge. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Big tattoo sessions are kind of cathartic for me lately anyway. Um, I don't know. I guess I appreciate the challenge involved. Yeah, I'm planning some. What's that? I'm planning some. Complaining some, you said? No, I'm planning a couple things. Oh, oh. (laughs) I'm planning some. I need some. Yeah, yeah, it's it's important. It's wild, though, lately. Like, all of my clients have been leaving, um, like, shaking uh, from 
from just a murder session of sitting down and it's been it's been really interesting i've been i've been trying to dig into that and see like is this just another like element of healing i offer people like pushing your physical limits uh to the point of shaking so that's um that's been something that's been in my mind for for a bit because seriously like every person after like four to six hours they're crushed uh you know but i'm doing like full sleeve blackouts and things so like you know from your yeah. wrist to your shoulder is all black in four hours that's you know your your body's gonna say no at some point there yeah, uh, your body's gonna be like all right fuck you then i'm done yeah. yeah it's been it's been really weird like um ushering myself into only large sessions and sticking with that uh it's been really cool because like there's no real stress in my day you know i'm just like oh you're my client cool what do you want again oh cool let's make that happen let's hang out and do this sorry yeah. you're dead. uh go pay the girls up front and thanks for not dying fully and I'll <laughs> see you next week. you know like <laughs> so yeah it's been it's been kind of cool but yeah like like I said, and like Jaden reinforced, my insecurities have been popping up a lot. And I've been like looking at them and talking to them, facing them and trying to figure out what they're teaching me and what I need to be learning and who I'm supposed to be from this. Um, so it's been, it's, been a ride. it's been a ride. But it's been weird because like my relationship with Donna is probably the best it's been in a long time. And I don't know what it is that's doing that other than consistent effort and trying to be a good spouse. Um, but yeah, that's been really cool. Just seeing that gel. Uh, Cause I mean, anyone who's been in a long relationship, you know, you go through periods of like closeness and periods of distance and um, you know, with the baby happening, it was easy to get distant from each other. And now it just feels like our closeness is much stronger. Um, and I like it, you know, and uh, it's weird. Cause like we have like family meetings and we talk about shit and like, you know, me and Donna are like open to discussing, you know, things that we're unhappy with. And like, it's really cool. I guess just communication is uh, something that I'm not used to having like as a, as a healthy thing in my family unit. Or even in my life in general, healthy communication isn't normal. You know, most people actually participate mm. in unhealthy communication a lot of the time. So like when, and I said this in class, I don't know if you yeah. were there one night that I said this, Dusty, like Donna makes me like mad at her when she tries to come at me with that healthy communication. Cause like, I have to break the cycle of, you know, like don't talk down at me with that healthy communication shit. You know, and it's like, wait a second. No, that's, that person's not doing a bad thing trying to communicate with you healthy. Like that's, it's actually good. You're lucky. So it's interesting how, you know, with time and effort, uh, things do change. Um, yeah. And Jaden, when we were talking yesterday, he, he pointed out again, he points it out a lot, how much I've changed over the years and how much like, I am a lot healthier of a person. Uh, and it's just weird because like I've been doing the work for so long that like, like now I'm actually seeing the results and I'm like, oh wow, that's really nice to get the res those results. Like it feels good. 
to be good to people and have people respond uh, in a way that someone is good to them, you know? So it's, it's been, mm. it's been what a crazy notion. Yeah, I know. Right. Like, wait a second. I really can change myself. I really can be better than I used to be. Oh yeah. I just have to fucking keep doing the work and I can't be a dick along the way. And if I am a dick, fix it immediately. The quicker you fix it, the quicker it's fixed. Own it. So that's been, that's been an interesting ride. I remember this one experience many years ago, I was in a fight with my partner at the time and one of my friends came outside to calm me down and they were like, just go inside and apologize. And I was like, yeah, but that's going to be bullshit. Cause like, they're not going to fucking feel my apology. Like they're just going to think I'm saying it just to like calm them down. And like, it's not going to make a difference. And it's really weird how many, like how much different years later it is like realizing that like, wow, I actually can change this situation uh, by saying I'm sorry and meaning it. So that's been really cool. Just knowing that like, if things go wrong, you can always, you know, get to some level of repair just by being loving and kind and good to each other. So what a life. Um, and with yeah. that, it is 6.01 and I am going to call this meeting done. Uh, like it. I, I have other rad movement things to do. Yeah. Uh, I have another interview to do at seven. Um, so I need to jump off here and handle my things. Uh, humans, thank you. Yes, yeah, so I need to make it the payment way with Renee. All right, do it. Oh, she's doing that tonight. Beautiful. Yeah. I will get off of here and go. And uh, so thank you, Amber. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you, Dusty. Thank you. Love you both. Your hands are turning yeah. out fine. Don't stress. We're getting there. <laughs> all right. All Looks right. great. Fuck Slowly yeah. but surely. And then yeah, it's man. all going to get colorful. Beautiful. Time, effort, and energy is all it takes. And patience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, appreciate you guys. Thanks for always tuning in and being here, everyone else. Um, thanks, Guy, Gabe, uh, the whole reinventing crew. Kyle, my tech man, always helping me keep it right. Um, and thank you to my Wi-Fi for shitting in my face uh, and reminding me that things could always be worse and you can always recover. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, have a great rest of your day. Have a great fucking week. I love y'all and I'll see y'all soon. Take care. Love you, bye.